Namaste and welcome to Veda Talks, a podcast exploring how to apply ancient Vedic wisdom to navigate our modern day world with the intention of living as awakened, integrated beings. This is a place where conscious conversations lead to inspired action, empowering us with tools that we can apply now that lead to tangible, progressive change. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome to Veda Talks. I'm Penny Nichols, the host of this podcast, and I am really honored to connect with you today. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing some of the insights that arose from a recent Panchakarma experience. But first, I'd like for us to settle in and connect with our breath. So wherever you find yourself, Lengthen your spine. Create length between each vertebra. And with the next inhale, draw it all the way to the bottom of your belly. Expanding your belly, your ribs, and your chest completely. As you exhale, come further into your space and time. Continue these long, slow, deep breaths, bringing yourself ever more into the present moment. Many of the clients that I've worked with recently have had a very full, busy, active summer, and they're finding themselves overheated, overstretched little frazzled, little burnout. So the invitation in this moment is just to be fully here now, knowing that whatever challenges arise, <laughs> we are fully capable to meet those. A couple more deep breaths. And with the next breath, you can allow it to start to flow effortlessly again. So last month, I had the opportunity, I created the opportunity, and the universe supported for me to take a month out of my life for really deep and complete healing work. So the word Ayurveda translates to the science of life. So it is that wisdom that we can apply to our lives to ensure balance. This system is one of the oldest forms of medicine in our world, and it dates back over 5,000 years. Ayurveda is holistic in nature, and really works to bring harmony and balance to the five elements 
within our body. So creating harmony with the elements within, with the elements in this relative reality. It is a science that not only gives us guidelines on how to maintain balance and harmony within the system, maintain health, but also to help bring balance into the body if we find dis-ease. And that's why it's a complete system. In the Western model, we focus on after people are sick. There's not much preventative medicine. There's not much guidance on how to establish and maintain health and vitality in the body. This is now coming. Like there are more functional medicine doctors who are more learned in um, how the body functions as a whole. Most physicians are educated in one particular system and they receive very little, if any, education on nutrition (laughs) and the impact of environmental toxins on the body. So they specialize and then they have this very narrow view of what is in their wheelhouse. And it's hard for them to connect and see the greater picture of what may have led to the dis-ease that someone is coming to them experiencing. So Panchakarma is a unique program that really allows the whole goal of Panchakarma is to remove ama. And ama are the toxins that accumulate within the body. And they're seen as very sticky. It's a sticky substance that gets stored in the tissues. It's in the cellular matter in between the cells. And um, once you have this residue that builds up in the system, um, the body is overloaded and it begins to express as dis-ease. So I've shared a little bit about my healing story or my experience of um, physical ailments over the last year and a half, two years now. But it all kind of started when my system um, saw the vaccine as an onslaught, as um, something foreign that sent it into... um, a period of attack. And so it began to attack um, different tissues in my body, kind of like an autoimmune response. So I experienced a lot of inflammation and pain in the body. Um, I had a migraine for nine, nine months, um, lots of palpitations like heart arrhythmias, extreme fatigue and brain fog. Um, having trouble communicating, finding words to communicate. So all of this, I think it was just a cascade. I'm not, it it spiraled from this event that um, occurred around the time of receiving some vaccinations. And it wasn't just the COVID vaccine. I had to um, also get a vaccine around that time for work. So I got like three vaccines very um, in quick succession of one another. And it was a lot for my 
my system. From a cosmic perspective, I am in a dasha period, a time period, a time cycle that I have to be very aware of my health and really nurture my health care for my body in um, more complete ways. Like it really calls your attention to the physical body. It's more sensitive during this time. And so it was like, you know, divine timing (laughs) that um, all of these things aligned for me to have this experience and what has brought in is great clarity on um, what's important and how to focus my attention. So that led to this time I received guidance from um, different uh, mentors and um, teachers that I have in the Vedic sciences that um, I really needed to take time out to do uh, a deep cleanse through Panchakarma. And I had been receiving that message within too. I knew that this calling was there that I needed to set aside the time and resources to, to go on this deep plunge. And so it aligned for me to go in July, part of July, part of August Um, It's monsoon season in India during the summer. So, you know, I had this roadblock in my mind, this mental roadblock that I couldn't go in monsoon, that it didn't make sense. And and so how was I going to do Panchakarma if I couldn't go to India and I couldn't afford to do it here in the U.S.? Um, But everything aligned once I really evaluated that mindset of, wait, why is that true? Is it true that I can't go in, um, in monsoon season? And so um, I found this little place in Rishikesh um, in an area of India that I have spent most of my time. It was also um, advised that it be somewhere that I'm familiar with. So I found a little um, clinic retreat space. And um, signed up for a 21-day Panchakarma, 21 days of treatments. And so within a Panchakarma, it's, um, it's very methodical. It's very scientific that um, the methodology of um, how they structure their treatment. So they start, it's, it's a gentle process. I have done different cleanses in the past, um, where I experienced a lot of uh, withdrawal symptoms, of um, detoxification symptoms that are not so pleasant, headaches, malaise, fatigue. And the way that this is structured, it's such a, they've got the science down, um, that it's very gentle on the body. And, And that's part of the reason for it to be extended. It's not that it's not deep, like, it's an intense process of um, cleaning out your your physical system, the tissues. Um, but the nature of their treatments and the way they align them, um, they structure the treatments. It's very it's it's more nurturing for the system. <laughs> it's incredible. So what I learned um, through this experience, um, the, the term that keeps coming in for me to maintain this balance is simplify. <laughs> and while there is a um, 
very detailed and complex um, understanding that these physicians, these Vedyas, these doctors of Ayurveda have on this knowledge. It's really bringing us back to that rudimentary understanding of the elements. And so as I went through these treatments in the first week, I had some great um, ancient fears that arose, very primal memories that arose during my treatments. So as these toxins, this ama is moving out of my body, out of this, out of all of the tissues, it's not only the, the physical, the physical sheath that it is impacting. In the Vedas, they talk about the koshas, the layers of the body. And so the physical layer is the most dense structure, but disease starts in the other layers. <laughs> so it is the mental body, emotional body, the bliss body even. It's that energetic frequency or footprint is there. And so as this moved out, I had memories that were not of this lifetime that were not of this body, but that were carried in the energetic body. Really primal memories. Like I could remember being in the womb. I had this um, vision of being in the womb, of the sounds, the way that um, things looked in the womb. And that touched a deep, tender place within me. And that's so simple, right? So when you're in the, in the womb of your mother, there's nothing you need to do. You're completely nurtured, held, cared for, suspended. And that was part of this lesson for me is bringing me back to the simplification of that, to do less in order to be more. <laughs> So that's a lesson that, that's the first lesson I'd like to share with you. It's the simplification of our lives. We've gotten so caught up. And as spiritual entrepreneurs, you know, I'm, I'm, I've launched this new branch of my business. I'm really excited and passionate about sharing it with you. And there's so much to do, right? So the mind can spiral, get caught into all of this minutia of how to have a successful and thriving business in this society in this day and age you know you got to be tech savvy you got it like you got to have all these hats and skills so you can get caught up in the doing and in those times it's even more important to create more time for stillness for simplification to structure our days around simplifying is, is the doing really necessary of all the doing that we do, right? So as an overachiever, <laughs> as someone who is with a lot of ambition, this was a incredible gift, this insight of simplifying, creating structure for more rest for more stillness, more pause, actually will allow you to thrive and feed more energy into the things that you're passionate 
about supporting. Another aspect of this simplification was that in order to allow my body to heal and to reset my digestive system, which in Ayurveda, the digestive system is primo. <laughs> it is so important to all the other. It's what feeds the the nutrients. It's what, you know, what we digest, what we um, process within our digestive system is what ultimately our tissues become or what we don't process, what we, what we put in our bodies is what our matter is made of. And so simplifying the diet allowed for this um, deep layered healing to occur. So they brought me the same breakfast every day, oats, um, just plain oats. And then I had very simple meals at lunch and dinner. They always brought um, a, a local um, seasonal vegetable that was prepared very simply, either steamed or maybe with a little ghee. And dal, and dal is lentils, um, cooked in a very specific way with um, specific herbs that support the digestive system. So all of this just really aided to kind of sweep the inside of the digestive system. So each day, this is sweeping the layers of the inner layer of the digestive tract and allowing for all the toxins that they are moving out of the tissues through the treatments of uh, massage and different oil treatments. I mean, there were so many treatments different variety of treatments. Um, and each one had a specific reason that they were bringing it in at that particular time. And all of it is to encourage the ama, the stickiness to move out of the extremities, out of the, the muscle and the fat tissues, out of the skin, um, into the lymphatics and the digestive system to be excreted from your, from your body. And what this reminded me is that our food doesn't have to be complicated. <laughs> In fact, this the more simple, the better for my system. So I've been a vegetarian for years now. And sometimes I complicate things of making sure I have the right macronutrients and micronutrients in my food. And when you take it back to what's in season... <laughs> eating to support balance of the elements in your body and keeping it really simple. <laughs> um, health thrives. And so that's that, that's part of that aspect of just simplifying it. It makes so much sense. And it was a great reminder for me. In Ayurveda, there are these daily rituals that are recommended and there, you know, you can take on a gazillion rituals, right, for our mornings. But this is called Dinacharya in Ayurveda. And again, this simplifying of the Dinacharya, of the daily rituals that support health, felt really liberating. Because you could do an hour of rituals in the morning. <laughs> you know, you could um, um, take on all of them at once and and for me, my experience of that is I can keep that up for a little bit. 
but then life gets busy or something happens. And so that falls away and I drop them all. So what feels more valuable is to simplify and say, okay, out of this list of incredible practices, what supports me most now? Which ones feel like non-negotiables that I can add to my self-care regime? And so for me, you know, the scraping of the tongue, I have, I did it, I've done it in the past and dropped it again and done it, you know, just sporadically, I guess, inconsistently. And while I was in India, you know, all, everything is focused on um, solely this panchakarma. I scraped my tongue every day and I really found that I really like it. And the sensation, the understanding of what's happening really feels supportive for my body. So that's now part of that. And it doesn't, obviously that one's not very time consuming. Um, but to simplify, to find simple rituals or routines that can support health in our body on a daily basis feels very supportive. And so when you're looking at your own life, my encouragement to you is to structure it in a way where you can simplify those. Like what are you getting the most value in your life at this time? What bring, what feels most enlivening and, um, harmonizing? What, what brings you into balance as we're coming into fall season, autumn, how do we create more balance in our lives? It's part of, um, what's being supported in the cosmic energy right now with three planets in retrograde. Also this element of simplification feels supportive. And the other lesson or experience that I had that was really of such great value is this allowing myself to be nurtured. I don't think I've ever, well, you know, I'm, I am not in partnership right now. I live alone. I don't have children. (laughs) And so there are times, especially through the pandemic where I can go um, many days without physical touch. And when I receive physical touch, it's in a brief hug or handshake or a pat on the back. Um, and in these treatments, 21 days of treatments for hours a day, I was touched by multiple hands, multiple people. Part of what they do are two therapists giving you a massage at one time. So four hands are touching you. And that may seem overwhelming to think about like, wow, that's a lot of stimulation. And it was at times for sure. But it also was just this deep remembrance of what it's like to be cared for and to be nurtured in such a selfless way. In India, um, part of their culture is that, you know, when you when you have company over to your house, you invite them in and care for them, treat them as if they're the divine incarnate. And I've experienced this. I've visited um, friends that I've met in India, gone to their house, and 
um, you're treated with such care. And that is how it felt in my treatments, my Panchakarma treatments as well. It's like there was such reverence to this physical form as a reflection of the divine. And so their, uh, them approaching the treatments that way allowed me to receive it in that way, to remember my own divinity and the beautiful vehicle that this body is and allowing it to be a reflection of that highest energetic expression, the unmanifest in manifest form. And this, of course, allowed deeper and deeper layers to be released, wounds of isolation, of separateness, to be healed. It was like a salve. It was incredible to be held by the divine in this way, in the divine feminine, this very nurturing essence and frequency to remember what it was like to be in the womb, suspended in her love. Everything provided for us. And that is the essence of our lives now too. So the invitation is to remember that you're always supported and cared for. You're in the womb of the mother now. And how can we allow ourselves to be nurtured, to be truly cared for in this way? Can we start to treat our form our lives as a reflection of her. What small changes can we make to our daily practices, to the way we meet our day? You know, just picking one thing and doing that thing with great presence and devotion. Maybe that's tongue scraping. Maybe it's dry brushing. Maybe it's just oiling our feet which is um, a very supportive practice as we move into the Vayu season, season of air. So I hope you have enjoyed listening to me share. Thank you for joining me. Um, this was a phenomenal experience. If, if you have experienced this yourself, I would love to hear your stories and different takeaways that um, you came from the experience of Panchakarma. And if you know, if you want to learn more, please reach out. I will share resources with you. And um, maybe, you know, when the time is aligned for you, you can experience your own Panchakarma. There are different time frames as well. I knew that I needed to do a longer, deeper excavation. <laughs> um, but there are seven day panchakarmas. You can do 10 day. You can, I mean, some people go very even longer if they're having some um, pretty significant disease processes and all of that can be realigned, reestablished in balance. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time. Hari Om. Thank you so much for joining us today and every month here at Beta Talks. We would love to hear your reflections on how this wisdom came through for you. Please reach out with any questions and suggestions. If you are interested in receiving personalized guidance, visit VedaTalks.com to schedule your one-on-one -on -one Vedic Astrology reading.
Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to receive an alert each month when our next episode goes live. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be honored for you to share it with your community. Until next time, shine bright, beloveds. Hariyom.